Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Sacramento, 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 Sacramento. Turner Sparks just got married and has moved home to America after 12 years living in China. Sir Michael Ira Kaplan has two kids, a wife, a job, and has spent his entire life in the USA. Neither one can figure their country out. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 83. My name's Turner Sparks. I am Mike Kaplan. You can find me at Turner B. Sparks on Twitter. You can find Kaplan at K-A-P, Cap in America on the podcast today, we have returning to the show, Mr. Wilson Vince. Yeah, I love when we bring back returning guests. I hate meeting new people. I don't like new people. Yeah. Wills, you get to a certain age, you want to meet new people. No. Everyone knows that. So we know Will. That's why he's on. That's why, that's why he's great. He's, he's also on. on because he went to Pakistan. Pakistan. Yeah, it's talk, Pakistan. Pakistan. I learned that from President Obama. To do comedy. He went there. He's going to tell us all about how that trip was, doing comedy in Pakistan. Uh, and he just got back from Australia, so that'll be fun to talk about him about that. He was at the Melbourne Comedy Festival with Andy Curtin doing comedy out there. But Shout before out. all of that, Kaplan. Yeah. What's going on? What's going on with you? I heard soccer season's back. We're back, baby. The, the spring birds and the bees are chirping, and you know what that means? It means another season. This year, though, I, I was a head coach. We talked about last year the pod. I was a head coach team that didn't win any games, so I got I got Zero demoted. Wins. Yeah, demoted. I lost my job. Ownership wanted to go to change the direction. <laughs> yeah, I they, would think they wanted to keep me in a consultant job, but I worked out a deal. I'm back as an assistant coach. You know, like a. You know what I had? Well, I had I, a. Can I say yeah. one thing that they should have done? What's that? Made you the sideline, the announcer. <laughs> That's <laughs> what you always do with terrible coaches. Yes, like the Stan Van Gundy. Yeah, they're, the, uh, they're, they're a good guy, but they don't know how to win. So yeah. you make him the like the play by play, the color guy. Uh, watch this. Well, yeah, I'm gonna. That's my next move because we're not off to a great start. We've got a couple games, but I want to. I'm starting to stir up a little bit of controversy. We got a new head coach, right? And I'm in there as like a defensive coordinator or something, or the quality control expert. Okay, so you're still on staff. I'm on staff. Like, and- like Mike Brown, you yeah. took a demotion. Yeah, now Teddy already has telling people who ask him about it, he says, my dad's the assistant coach because he doesn't know a lot about soccer. He knows more about basketball. Ah, okay. That's so good. that's what he says. And uh, But my, the co- head coach wasn't there two weeks ago. Uh-oh. I filled in. Oh, that's was really hungover. I gotta say, during <laughs> the traffic of Not a good Another start. dad kind of helped me, but I want to say we 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 played to a draw. That's a win. Yeah, that's a win. And then last week, head coach back in the sidelines, opening play. This guy comes up, he dials up a play, opening kickoff. You know what? Do you, what do you call it? Like the faceoff? That's uh, a hockey term. I think you just call it the kickoff. <laughs> the kickoff. <laughs> yeah. Kid on our team kicks the opening kick straight, and it goes into the goal. From uh, he scored in three seconds. I've never seen this happen in soccer. Can I ask? Did it touch anyone? It didn't touch anyone. Then that's not a goal. Oh <laughs> well, I took credit as the offensive coordinator uh, for dialing that play up in the week that he was out. Okay. And then we proceeded. This other team proceeded to rip off fifteen straight goals. They had two <laughs> ringers. They were like running. They looked like Brazil. So there's a little bit of controversy because when I coached the team, draw. Four, four, Wait, five, five. That's a real basic rule. What what referee <laughs> allowed that goal to count? I don't. You know, we have a they have a new thing this year where they have um, we are parents are coaches, but they also have like uh, an outside system they hire. They wanted like consultants almost to like help make sure we're coaching the right way. Okay. So these guys are like really on top of it. They're like uh, micromanagers. 
like they're running into the drills in the middle. They're like they're like getting it. Like the kids trying to like do a little dribbling drill, and then they're just running in trying to like dads do this, do this, and they're like trying to make you like get out, make the kid like dart and get out of the way and stuff. Oh wow! So they're really on top of the fundamentals and teaching the kids the right way to use their feet and stuff. Stuff yeah. that we're not doing because we're slacking. What do you teach them? Use their hands? You know, <laughs> we just tell them if they kick the ball, kick the ball. The fundamentals like use your feet. No, because they're like in soccer. They're like don't just like they're like basically yelling at parents when when like the ball's near the goal and a parent a kid just clears it by just booting it away. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. And you're like, cheer? They're like, no, no, no. Don't cheer, parents. Don't cheer for that. We want them to be in control of the ball. We want them to learn ball control. So they're more concerned with that stuff. They're not paying attention, to your point, was what I was was getting at, to the nitty-gritty of the rules of the game. That's not (laughs) nitty-gritty. A kickoff that's called an indirect kick. As far as I could be wrong. I might have some... You should be there. You want to be a ref? We need refs. How much does it pay? (laughs) It's a volunteer job. But they give you free tacos at a party in the season and a few free beers. Some cerveza. Most of the stand-up I do is a volunteer job. Yeah. I mean, it'd be great for your material to be a volunteer ref in a parents-run league where you're not a parent. (laughs) I think you should do that. Billion-dollar idea or comedy idea. Speaking of my stand-up, I got some dates to promote. All right. First of all, what, tonight I'm going to be at the Comedy Cellar for the very first time in my life, but we're going to get to that in a minute. All right. Yes. So before that. Don't don't get ahead of yourselves here. Don't get ahead of yourselves. Thursday, May 17th, I will be at the Yonkers Comedy Club in Yonkers, New York. I've heard you're uh, king of Yonkers now. Rumor has there, it you had a killer show the other night. I did. I went there last week. I went there on Sunday. Killed it. Yeah. Invited me back. They said, how soon can you get back? I said, Thursday. And they said, yes. They, if they're, I would have said today, they would no. That's not actually how it happened. You're like the DC Benny of Yonkers, I hear. I'm <laughs> the DC. They asked me to come back, so it's going to be a blast. I'm going to be there uh, May 17th, May 18th. I'm all over the place. Two shows in Philadelphia at the Philly Comedy Club. Wow. Right, yeah. uh, right after the Sixers win the lottery, like two nights earlier, I think. Uh, so. Or they get into the NBA Conference Finals. We'll see what happens. <laughs> oh, yeah. This, we'll know. Okay. And so two shows there with Jeremy Pinsley, who was on the podcast. Abby Washoot is going. Oh. Former podcast. Yeah. Controversial podcast. Great podcast. We're now Facebook friends. So, you know. And <laughs> where else am I going to be? And then I'm flying to Shanghai, and I'm doing the China International Comedy Festival May 20th to the 28th. All right. I'm headlining there on the 28th. That's the tour everyone does. Yonkers, Philly, Shanghai. That's Bam. it. And Singapore is the and final one of that. June 1st and 2nd, I'm in Singapore. That's all. Cap. Oh, Amazon, guys. Yeah? You've been supporting us. We really need everyone to buckle down and start using Amazon because it's been good, but it could be a little better. Yeah. So Jeff Bezos is, needs a little more money. He's Yeah, he's really he's barely making ends meet. Yes. <laughs> so what you do is you go, if you're going to shop on Amazon, you go to lostinamericapod.com first. You click in the upper right-hand corner. There's that banner. You click that or that advertisement. Click that. It'll take you back to Amazon. Do your regular shopping. A percentage comes to the show. Cap, should we get to Lost in America? Play the music. Cap, we're back. Shout out to De'Aaron Roots. Love the music. Working hard. Tax season's over in Sacktown. So he's probably got his feet back on the beach somewhere. But back to us. I'm Cap. I'm lost in America this week. All right. T- tell me before I ask you about the beaches of Sacramento. So I alluded in the intro, I alluded to a show I'm doing tonight at the Comedy Cellar. I'm doing the Lounge, which is the side room. If you're listening and you want to come out, get your tickets now. Come to the show. It's me. It's Des Bishop. It's Ronnie Chang. Wow, it's a reunion. Lost in America reunion. It's episode. my first time. This is the number one comedy club in the world. Right. No, no exaggeration. The cellar. Everyone knows it. They the, saw it on the Louis C.K. show. In every yes, <laughs> every single movie. In Bob's movie, whatever in he the did. Comedian. The comedian. Yeah. It's in everything. It it's is legendary. No exaggeration. The best club in the world. Comedians work their whole life to be able to get to perform there. I have worked my entire comedy career to be able to perform there. Now it's happening. Now I'm excited. Wow. And guess what they said. They said you're going to headline and do an hour? No, they said you're going to do a set like everybody else, but this show's in Chinese. <laughs> you have to speak Chinese in this show. So everything you've ever spent years and years preparing for to perform here, 
Can't use it. Everybody speaking Chinese or just you? Everybody speaking Chinese. Oh, it's a theme. theme Des night. Bishop. It's a Chinese language show. Des Bishop, Ronnie Chang, myself, well, Chinese. Well, Des Bishop, as we know from when we talked to him, has done stand up in Chinese before. Exactly. He did a lot of extensive. Ronnie is, uh, I mean, he's a native speaker, right? So, uh, he's, uh, he's Malaysian, Malaysian, but I think his parents yeah, probably. His parents, yeah, he, he might have grown up speaking it a bit. So he's probably done comedy in that? Or is this. Oh, I don't know. We don't I'm know. Not sure. All right. And you, I mean, what about you? Are you, are you have you done this before? You've talked. No, no, I've done it once. <laughs> right, I've done stand up in Chinese one time, like six years ago, and I bombed through the floor. Right, I remember you mentioning that on a podcast before you bombed. But here's so what that's Des great, always great said. to know. Des says, Des was telling me this. He goes, "It's easy. You just because once you're good at Chinese and once you're good at stand up, yeah, then you just flip the language and you're fine, you know. And but here's the problem: six years ago, I wasn't good at stand up. Right. So you think that's the difference? So I'm so hoping. That that's the difference. Are you gonna do like your normal stand-up bits, or like in Chinese, or are you gonna do different specific ones? Or you haven't decided yet. I think I'm gonna have <laughs> to do different specific ones because I'm trying to remember to the one time I did it right. that uh, what my failure was. One is I got super nervous. Uh-huh. The second was that the entire audience was all Chinese people. Most a lot of them probably didn't know how to speak English, so uh-huh. that'll already be a difference here. Because it'll uh-huh. be Chinese Americans. Yeah, I'm curious what the audience will be like. I or assume it'll be like people who speak Chinese but they're from America. Right. So it, I bet I can cheat a little bit, right? I can say certain words in English and they'll get it. Yeah. And then the next thing. Probably was, go back and forth. No one's going to come running in if you use a little bit of English. I don't. Hopefully not. <laughs> just kick you off the stage. And then the, the other thing is I my mistake was I tried to use the exact bits, but just translate word for word. And yeah. I was trying. I was too focused on, like, getting the words right. Right. So I, I think I just got to pick Wait out some, some old stories from China. And yeah. Tell them. Tell them. You could do your, uh, you know, one of your things you do in America without spoiling it. You speak some Chinese in that. So I think I'll do that yeah, bit. Do that bit. Yeah. Maybe the story about uh, going to North Korea. I mean, uh, almost skiing into North Korea. Yeah, that works. I, I got to learn how to say North Korea in Chinese. Uh, yeah. So that. What are you? So what should I do, Cabell? What's your advice? You're asking me advice on 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 speaking well, foreign language. You asked me <laughs> advice on parenting. So yeah. <laughs> I think you should resort to some prop comedy. But never, never forget the wise words of what Carrot Top or Genius. <laughs> I think you should physical comedy too. It's actually very smart because Chinese people do love prop. Yeah. If if you stand on a stage and you just there's a banana peel and you slip, yeah. standing over. Yeah. It. You should do. Speaking of parenting things, I mean, I do this with the kids all the time. You know, you just do a little little fall down, a little Kramer Seinfeld action. You gotta <laughs> no, I'm not, hopefully I'm not going to do that. You just do a little like. I don't want to <laughs> pull. A, I don't want to pull a Kramer. Well, what, what is the N word in Chinese? <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> no, I'm not saying go that far. I'm just saying I'm talking more of his uh, stylings with like entrance, entrance. You mean entr- when he was on Seinfeld? On Seinfeld, yes. Not okay. as a stand-up comic. Not at the, l- yeah. the Laugh Factory yeah. in Hollywood. You know, I uh, I I could do material. My kids wouldn't get it, but when I'm when I'm trying to get them to listen to me, yes, sometimes a little like fall over. Trip accidentally, a little banana peel action goes a long way. Wins the audience over. <laughs> you know, hopefully these, hopefully these Chinese speakers are all all four and six year olds. Yes, that would be helpful. Well, you've done so. You've played a you've played a room that actually prepared you. You played a room of kids, right? <laughs> so that how does that prepare me for Chinese well, adults? Prepare, no, it prepares you for the difficultness of not having like oh, a normal that's true. Audience. I did. Yes, I did do. Uh, and again, are you saying <laughs> Chinese people aren't normal? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm just saying your normal going audience. Yes, I did do a show for all kids, and I will say I did pretty well. And I did so well on that show. Yeah. That's how I got the show in Yonkers. Oh, yeah. The guy the, saw the me. Scout. And he, the guy, the scouts come to the kids show. So you're saying Yonkers crowds now are like four and six year olds. <laughs> yeah. So, I, okay, it's going to be exciting. Yeah. Come on out to that. That's tonight yeah. in the Comedy Slow Lounge in the Fat Black Pussycat. Fans uh, of the pot, fans of your comedy, I mean, you guys got to come because you're either going to see like a huge new development in your career. Yes. Or you're going to see a giant falling on your face. A train wreck. <laughs> it's yeah, a, you could see an a, explosion. Yeah, either one's a great thing to witness. It's US like going history. to NASCAR. Yeah. It's going to be fun It's like way. seeing me in a live pod. You know, you yes. don't know what you're getting. But exactly. <laughs> so so that'll be fun. Get uh, tickets to that. Uh, that's it. Okay, Cap. Ents is an app. Ents, um, yeah. Ents is, you should ents this show. Ents <laughs> the show. I don't know if that's legal uh, okay. to do it. You can but. get ents. By the way, that'd be amazing. It's the first time I get let in the comedy cellar. Uh, you, People you, are insing and, and I get kicked bands. out for life. <laughs> All right, guys. Don't ents it. But if you do, don't tag Turner in it. Don't tag me. Ents is an app. You can get it in the app store. It's up to five minute audio recordings. Personal messages to friends. It's a it's a um, social media platform. Yeah, 
And you got it, a funny idea? Ants it. And if you're fans of this podcast, I'm doing I'm doing some post-game thoughts on the soccer team on the Ents. Oh. And Bowie was just asking me about it. She sideline report. Sideline report. You know, get the it's like press conference. I interview the kids, try to get the thoughts <laughs> on what went right, what went wrong. You should actually do that. That's yeah. an amazing so, idea. Um, so that's, and also, that, word is, yeah. accountant to the apps, I mean, to the pod, CPA to the pod, Gary Sparks. Yeah. Is soon getting ints. Oh, coming soon. He said he has a lot of choice words for us, and he's going to start incing them. I want to hear those. I, I wish I could teach my dad how to ints. A lot of corrections out. to the pod. Oh, corrections. Yeah, he thinks we're getting a lot of stuff wrong. So, well, and also, maybe we can ins him questions about tax season when it rolls around next year. So that's yeah. it. Next year, now if you want to cook the books, maybe we'll do a feature next year where he will help you uh, itemize your deductions. That's a good bit. Uh, that's a good <laughs> segment. Book cooking with Gary Sparks. <laughs> Book cooking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we get to Will Sylvance? Yeah, let's bring him in. Come on in. <laughs> We're back with our guest, Wilson Vince. Will. What's popping? What's popping? Welcome to the show. Welcome back. Thanks to for the having show. me back. One last time I was here, like a year ago or something. Probably something like that. Yeah. I don't know. It was I, hot outside. You, you taught me how to get my kids in order. Yeah. You you beat the kids' ass yet? I I'm happy to report that as of now, my kids spit on me and pull their pants That's down in public, and Cap and they're just damn. a total disaster. <laughs> <laughs> They've gotten worse. <laughs> gotten Who worse. wear the pants in the house, man? Well, they don't wear the, the pants. Toys. The problem, yeah. That's, that's they don't it. even wear pants. They don't even wear pants in public. <laughs> it challenged me. My daughter just rips off her pants. It's really it. My hair is getting gray. That's the perfect time to whoop that ass when she take her pants off. You get the belt. That's a good point. Teach him a lesson. Yeah, I think you misunderstood the question of who wears the pants in the family. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you're like, my kids don't wear pants. No, I understood the question perfectly fine. <laughs> and, you know, my wife is like, we have to figure out like what. T- we, we both are like, how, how do we figure out how to discipline them properly? Your wife, theory? Your We're wife going around in circles, all these different theories and books and stuff. This is the man right here. Yeah, no your, your, wife, w- your wife is white. She's what? Yes, two only two a white household people. of two white people. <laughs> like kids. If one of them was a person of color, yeah, those kids would have been in order. It would have been like a tangent. See, so one of us should leave the other for a person of color, just yes, to, so the step parent can put some put the kids in line. I told you, man, yeah. I'm going to start a service called, you know, um, hire black hire black parent. Yes, hire, I love yeah. that. I love it. Yeah, I think Rental we need. To, I think um, Lost in America Studios needs to record that maybe a sketch. Ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that first. idea. No, we'll that's do, why. Uh, that's why it's good. That's why I have uh, my wife's Chinese, so that she can do all the discipline. Tiger mom, it. Yeah, and I can chill and so be I, the. We yeah. call, instead of a babysitter, we call it urban sitter. <laughs> urban sitter. <laughs> urban sitter. <laughs> that's a great app. Urban sitter, billion dollar idea. Yeah, and the way we go. So, Will, you were just. And it'll be like Uber. You know what I'm saying? It'll yeah. be an app where you know where you and you look. Oh, shit, I need a I need the urban sitter. Right, and it's and like then, surge pricing is when like yeah. the kids in, <laughs> when you're like I'm in public and the kid's got his pants off. It's like that's gonna cost you four <laughs> times as much. When, as, when the kids start acting up yeah. and you pull out urban sitter, right? Yeah, okay, and then any anybody around who's 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 uh le- you know they go through a test a test <laughs> a screening. Yeah, all all our urban cities go through a screening. They know how to whoop ass. Not not enough, and not yeah. too little. You you certify them. You stand behind yeah, their whoop ass yeah. skills. Yeah, <laughs> five stars. You know, you know their you know approval <laughs> approval um, badge yeah, on, ratings. on. They have one of those. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. Five star rating. Yeah. I, I mean, I had a babysitter last night, white girl, and uh, she's texting me, being like, uh, "The kids are spitting at me. They're not, <laughs> really? not listening. Where what do I do?" Sitter, I'm like, "What do you do? You're, I don't know what to do. That's why I put you in charge you for that." Call the urban sitter. Where call urban sitter, you would call them. Hey, I, I didn't hear nothing from you. Did you? Is everything okay? Oh yeah, yeah. They're asleep. They're asleep. <laughs> it's, it's four o'clock in the afternoon. They're asleep. <laughs> oh yeah, they're asleep. They're asleep. <laughs> They've been asleep so, I, but that was since nine a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They still sleep. They, 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 I they choked them out at two. <laughs> And now they're doing fine. I mean, just, no, no, no. You see, you, I check white, their pulse. you guys don't stand. Not, ain't no Sleeper choking. No choking. When, you, when you get, I'm not sure if you got beatings when you're little. After you get a beating, I got you are out. tired of shit. You go right to sleep. Yeah. You the wake up, wears you ever wake up after a nice <laughs> ass whooping? It's like you got a workout. Yeah. That's why the Gary Sparks whoop you in. Kids in the hood got, got six ass, uh, six pack. And just from getting their <laughs> ass kicked, getting their yeah, ass kicked. get some abs, get some ab strength out of it. I am trying to get back in shape, so maybe just get my ass you beat gotta, you know, regularly. Urban yeah. sitter, your ass. <laughs> I'll get an urban sitter <laughs> for urban myself. <laughs> and then in certain out. neighborhoods, it's got to be you just can't find like like where well, there's uh, Westchester. Yeah. Like, oh, that's surge like, pricing too. Yeah, yeah. super oh, expensive. Always oh, gonna be ooh. That's like black. That's like the uh, black black. What's that on uh, Uber? 
Uber yeah. Black. Uber Black. Yeah. Exactly. Uber pools where you get like five five guys to come over and be No, they take this where you take over multiple kids, like kids together. Right. Because I'm sure some of my kids' friends aren't so well behaved either. So get them all together for a play date. So you know, like Uber Pool, he's dropping someone off and coming to you. So Uber. Urban sitter, yeah. they, they, they he's whooping someone's ass now. He's on his way to your kid. <laughs> I have a few. I'm all right. Done. I love Billion it. dollar idea. That's number one. That's the best. We're gonna have to rank all ideas one day. That one's gonna be top of the charts. I think so. So, Will, you were in Australia, but I want, but you were just there for the Melbourne Festival. Yeah, Melbourne Festival, the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, and the Sydney Comedy Festival. Two festivals. Two festivals. I was also supposed to do the the Perth International Comedy Festival. But then I had to come back to um, work on my film. Yeah, so I had to cancel. So, I'm, so if anybody from Perth listening to this, I apologize. I want to come back. I'm definitely coming back next year, so stay tuned. And if you, have any, Perth, right? if you have any unruly kids in Perth, the yeah. Urban, Urban, Urban Center. is coming to <laughs> a, a town near you. Perth, stand by. Perth, yeah. Perth is a lot of How, How's the film going? It's coming no. along, man. We, we um, The script is so tight. Uh, we're still raising some more money, but... Um, but yeah, it's coming along. So for our listeners, explain what it is again. Uh, me and my, my partner, Brian Kennedy, we wrote a movie called, my writing partner, Brian Kennedy, we wrote a movie called I Am Maurice. It's about a Haitian um, boxer that comes to America to pursue his love for boxing. And uh, there's a lot of walls he got, a, a lot of obstacles he got to overcome. So the, 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 fight, the movie's mostly about the fight outside the ring than inside the ring. And um, it just takes you on the path of, of someone who's just passionate and, and the love for a thing, and he's doing whatever he got to do to make it happen. Sounds like comedy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you, you do box, right? You were in a, you were, yeah. you're boxing. You were just here. boxing yeah. now? Were you yeah, just yeah, at the yeah. gym? Yeah, just getting ready yeah. for the movie. So you were, okay, but you were also, I want to I want to get to that stuff, but also Pakistan is where I want to, Pakistan. You pa- went there, what, six yeah, months yeah, ago? Yeah, yeah, I went, Pakistan was, yeah, it was so dope. With Umar? Umar and Carmen Lynch and uh, Jinx. Oh, Carmen Lynch. Yeah. And Jinx? Yeah, Jinx. Oh, was Jinx there. Yale. Yeah. It was just a nice show, man. Everybody oh, killed. Out. And you went to, yeah, so it was stand up shows in Pakistan. Yep. One show or how? What was no, it? it was like a sh- Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I believe. And uh, or and Sunday, I think, maybe. But uh, it was packed. The shows was great, though. I mean, it's probably the, some of the best audiences I ever performed in front of. They just they just want to laugh. And they just, it was just so good. I would love, I would love to take a special there. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. So, what did they um, do? They have local stand up there, or had they seen? It yeah, before yeah, like- yeah, yeah, yeah. They there was. I I, in fact, I think we did a did like a local open mic. Oh, cool. A local. Oh, I mean, obviously it's local. <laughs> obviously it's local. We did we did an um, open mic there on on a Wednesday or something. Yeah, and it was, that was awesome. I got to meet some some of the local comics there. That was great. They, they were just that you know they just hungry and and the crowd were just there just you know want to laugh and. And what did they think? Like, how did they react to to you? To or what did you do? What did you do? Like walking around, like b- besides the shows, did you go see stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just walk. We went to um uh, first McDonald's I ever went through that had a had a metal detector. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was it was cool. Like, oh shoot, they got metal detector. What town was that? Where is that in? In uh in, in, in Karachi. In Karachi. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, and there was a can- there was a drive through. We got on a camel and went to the drive through on the camel. <laughs> That's awesome. Me and Carmen Lynch. It was fun. It was just cool. And then I we, my one of my favorite restaurants probably now in the world is um, Barbecue Tonight in Karachi. Yeah. So shout so, out, <laughs> so, shout out to Barbecue Tonight. It's a better, yeah. Is it Kansas City style or St. Louis style? <laughs> Bar- uh, Pakistan style. Pakistan. Okay. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, the food was like you know um, doll. You know doll. They use a lot of ch- chickpeas. Doll. Not dog, doll. doll. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, it's, yeah, spelled, yeah, yeah. it's spelled D-A-A-L. Yeah. Doll. Oh, okay. It's like the, but it's uh, chickpeas. Yeah, chitney. Chickpea, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's like, really good. And they had like um the rice was I don't I, I don't know. Is it meat rice, or there? I didn't eat meat. I, I eat the fish. Uh, they had great fish. The the, the sauce, the spices. They it's just the spices I can't even describe. It's really good. Trust me. Trust me. There and Melbourne probably got the best restaurants. Really? Melbourne. Pakistan and Melbourne have the best restaurants? Oh, yeah. It's one and two. Well, well, Pakistan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Melbourne. You've been to Melbourne? I have not, no. Dude, you got, you've been to Melbourne. I've, I haven't, but really? I'm trying to go next year for the first time. with, with uh, Oh, Andy. dude, you got to go, man. Andy Curtin, who you did the shows with. Shout out to Andy Curtin, man. We yeah, did a, we did a, we did a, the, the, the festival together. 
we split the bill and uh he was killing it. Yeah, so he's trying to he said he wants to talk to me about doing it next year. Andy's you probably the person who gets mentioned most on this podcast who's never been on this podcast. Because <laughs> he hasn't been here since he's we like, started. Other than, like my, other than my kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Him and, yeah, Teddy, ex- him and Teddy Kaplan are running one too. Yeah, him and Kaplan's kids. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get the most mentions. Him most. and Kaplan's unbeaten kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> gonna, yeah. Does Andy need to be in? No. He's good. He could probably he use a beating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we stayed at Andy's parents' house. They in were, Australia. Because yeah, he's know. from Melbourne. He's from Melbourne, yeah. He lives in China now. To exp- right? He moved he to China. In, yeah. Exactly. To so Andy's the guy I started the comedy club with in Shanghai. Packed and- up everything and went to China. Yeah, exactly. I had to learn Chinese. I had to had to recruit Chinese people to do comedy so he could keep the comic business going. It just, I mean, he's Maurice. I, I mean, the, the movie I wrote, I Am Maurice, he's Maurice. He's, he's a white Maurice. Instead of boxing, he's doing it with comedy. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I'm, I'm familiar with that the story of Andy a little bit. Yeah, he, <laughs> no, I'm saying how Maurice left Haiti to yeah. to America to pursue yeah. boxing. He left Melbourne to China to pursue comedy, which is harder than Maurice's story. Right. <laughs> Wait, so back to uh, Pakistan. Yeah. Uh, what the what? What did anyone? I'm trying to. Your act is pretty like universal. I wouldn't see you would have to change anything, right? Um, I I I make adjustments, but also I I you know I try to get to know the town. Yeah. So I could I could talk about them to them, you know, whether good or bad. What surprised you about it? That was just so chill and relaxed. Yeah. Even though the traffic is probably just as bad as China, you 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 know China traffic. Yeah. China, they just drive like they just. Like you know how like you pull out in the driveway, you look left and right to see if anybody's coming. Yeah, trying yeah. to just pull out. Do just pull like, Yo, it is what it is. Ride or die. <laughs> yeah, but if you're driving, you look left, right, up and down. Huh? You don't know where it's coming from. Like if I'm up? driving myself, you look up. You look everywhere. What can, what, <laughs> what can, can come, come from up? That's how Chinese people do. Bamboo just, falling yeah. out of the. Uh, Dude, they, they they ride the mopeds on the sidewalk. Yeah. Like I've been hit by a moped walking down the sidewalk. Yeah, and the guy just didn't stop. Like hit and run. Yeah, and they, yeah, just, yeah. Just, hit me and just kept moving. Matter of fact, if you would have stopped, like you hit by a moving. If you would have stopped, like all the everybody was like, why you stop? Why you stop? Yeah. Right. Well, it only works if everybody's crazy. That's why. That's why like, they the drive. Case, if, if, yeah, if a few people screw it up. Most by people nothing. who get into accidents are people who's not from there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you got to fit into yeah, the flow. The flow yeah. of craziness. Get in where you fit in. Is what they. Yeah, New York's a much more mini version of that. But if you go out to like L.A. or somewhere, people don't know how to drive because New York is nowhere near. You well, not like that, but I mean compared to like when you go. Trust me, it looked like New Yorkers drive crazy in the, but when you go to China, like holy shit. Was it crazier in Pakistan? It was just as crazy. Equally. Equally. But you know what? The thing about Pakistan, I saw entire families, mother, father, three kids, grandmother, all on a moped. Oh, they had that in China, too. <laughs> oh, well, it's like, I, it's like a clown yeah. moped. Dude, they... <laughs> but Pakistan, smaller families. There's like Pakistan. Stuff, yeah. In China, they got... You're going to have one kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pakistan, now, yeah. you could have a whole family oh, just yeah? chilling. I saw a, a, a baby, maybe a two-month-old baby <laughs> on a handlebar. <laughs> Riding with the wind <laughs> in her face, like riding, no helmet, nothing. She was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> no helmet on a two Just like, holy shit! They went, you yeah, kid. They if they come out, if they start doing rap, they're gonna be the gangsters. That's gonna be some gangster hip hop right there. <laughs> Why? Why? Because like there'd be a big. Dude, they they live ride or die. That's how we do. <laughs> yeah, right. Pakistan, the new Pakistan seems... was just. It, it was great. It was um, the temperature. Okay, I went in November, so it was it was nice and. It was hot-ish, so I'm assuming they don't have cold winters. Um, you know, I was a little—I wasn't scared at first when I was going, but then as, as everybody was like, "Yo, where you going next week? What are you doing next week? I'm going to Pakistan." <gasps> so mostly Americans, my American friends, are like, oh, "You going to Pakistan? You better be careful." You blah 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 blah, and so that made me know. I'm like, what? I'm like, I was excited to go, and then when it, they put this, yo, dude, we love to live in fear, man. So they they start filling my head up with this fear shit, and I and I start getting nervous. And then when I got there, I'm like, oh, well, there was nothing to be afraid of. So it's like I think we in America, we, not just you, Kaplan, who live in the bubble. <laughs> the entire America live in the bubble. Yeah, America me. don't don't go out and try to meet and and get to know other cultures and countries and foods and things. They just whatever the TV tells them, they're gonna take that. As well, I know all about Pakistan. I saw it on on Fox News. <laughs> you know, you know, Pakistan is not in the Middle East. Yeah, 
He knows. Oh, well, he's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm asking the wrong person. It's next to India. <laughs> I know where it is. If you're asking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> geography. But you're right. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that probably. But, right? No, yeah. According yeah. to Fox News, in the, in the Middle East. Yeah, but it's also that's where they found Bin Laden. Yeah, did you go to the compound? Because we are here to guess. Yeah, because they Bin Laden smart because they they was <laughs> you heard they it was, here. They was like, well, let's go find them. Let's look in the in the Middle East countries. So we like, let me go to Asia. They ain't gonna find me there, and yeah, that's why it took him, <laughs> took us forever to find him because yeah. he was he Hi, was in Pakistan. Yeah, well, he was in Afghanistan before, right? Yeah, well, that's what that's what. Yeah, but <laughs> like you're asking he, Will, he like he's the expert. Yeah. <laughs> Bin Laden's whereabouts? <laughs> I know, like I, I, I was keeping. You were just tweets. there. Yeah. Col- I got a question. Culturally, are they um, are um, are they curious about America? Are they like up on? They know about America. So they that, know it all. That's why Americans could go there and perform like almost anywhere around the world because. Our influence through the news and film and television, so they know a lot about us yeah. through our, you know, entertainment. So it's like if you're at that party and they're playing music, it's going to be the same music they would play here. Yeah, but I'm, yeah, our entertainment is very influential all around the world, especially hip hop. And so, oh, did except you... for and I, Kaplan's house. I'm sure you don't listen to hip hop at your house. We listen to kids hip hop, kids pop. What <laughs> kids pop? What That's is it? Something they make you vomit. No, the kids. They take the kids. They take regular songs and they make them. You know, they take out the bad words. Basically. Oh, didn't you go uh, see a kids uh, like hip hop? I like, did. I saw Mar. Uh, What's his name? Mars Black. Not Mars Black. <laughs> That's the. I don't know. Uh, Lars. MC Lars, DJ MC Lars. It was a kids rapper. So they take. But he was actually <laughs> the guy was actually white though. So it was a white kids rapper. So is is hip hop without the curse words? It's yeah. like watching porn and they wear condoms. <laughs> well, I don't. Well, my kids, the porn they watch, kids porn as they call it, does have work. Yeah, it has condoms because you know you got to teach kids about safe sex. Wait, wait, you they show you, <laughs> they show white kids porn? No, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> did did your mama song. curse and tell you not to curse when you was growing up? Did my mama curse and tell me not? Well, my mom did not curse. <laughs> no, <laughs> I can tell you that. I don't know why I think about you? it. You, not, no, not. not did your parents ever tell you to do something not do not to do something, but they did it? Um. Did they tell drink I mean, alcohol? I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I'm what about you? Don't get pregnant, and she had four kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, yeah. But well, you took I, that we, to heart, right? You don't have any kids, right? Yeah. Okay, no I pull out. Yeah. Look at that. Your mama told you to pull out. Plus, I haven't had sex in a long time. <laughs> there you go. That'll help. How long's a what's long the deal? Time? Oh, it's long time. Uh, December third, twenty sixteen. Wait, you remember the exact date? Yeah. That's whoa. That is a long time. Yep. That's like a year and a half. My last girlfriend. Is that the is that how you decide to do it? Only if you're in a relationship with him? Um, yeah. I, I mean, that's been my life for a long time. I mean, I don't have to be, but in the since since two thousand seven, it's been like that. I think when I met you, you told me you were celibate. Yeah, I was celibate for uh, from two thousand seven to twenty fifteen. Whoa. Then I got with uh, um. Alana, I guess I could say. I'm not saying her last name. Yeah, yeah. No shouts. And then uh, we live, we was uh, chilling and you know enjoying, enjoying life. Right. <laughs> and then December 3rd, 2016. And then uh, you had you sex know, there, and then it was the end. Things didn't work out. Yeah. Wait, why? So was what was the reason to become celibate? What when? Was, 2007, whatever it was. Oh, I just I just wanted to. That was the time when I I I just wanted. To, so you know, like in life, these these things control you. Whether it's procrastination, whether it's eating bad, whether it's just having sex with just anybody. So I want to be in the control. I want to be in control. So I I, I changed my diet. I, I went from two twenty to one fifty. Oh, I I want to control what I put in my mouth. I I um I stop. I having sex to me. Sex to me is like it's a lot of sexual energy to someone you don't care about like that. So I'm I'm not gonna give all my sexual energy to somebody like and and then I'm gonna try and get rid of and lie to, you know. Um, I started exercising. I started writing more. I wrote like nine scripts. The Maurice one is one of them. So so that's it was more of a, a uh, what are you doing with your life and why are you letting these things control you? You know what I'm saying? So we, we all could do more in our lives, but but we choose not to. So I want I choose. You know, cause you could you, you could complain all day. Oh, this sucks. My life sucks. But but then, what are you doing about it? Right. What are you doing about to change? You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm not I'm not super successful. I don't have a lot of money, but at least 
I'm not complaining. I'm doing. I'm. I'm. I'd rather do than than yabba dabba do. Yabba dabba do. That's. And so, what about you? Don't drink alcohol, right? I don't drink. Yeah, and you, all, you did all these things at once in two thousand. Like when you, I, you, no, you I never drank. Time, I, I, I mean, I I used to eat so bad, dude. Yeah. This and now unhealthy. you don't eat. You eat fish, but you don't eat other meat. Right? Yeah, but I'm planning on giving up fish. My my ultimate diet would be uh, vegan slash raw food foodist raw foods. Raw food. You know what raw foods yeah, is. Yeah. A lot of people do not. Turner's diet is based off Seven Eleven. Like <laughs> raw food. You is just had a slice food, from Seven right? Eleven. Yeah, but most people think like, yes. oh, the raw meats. It's not. It's it's like a vegan lifestyle, but times ten is but less is processed like, than any. Because vegan can have stuff that's super processed and stuff. And it's yeah, vegan, yeah, but. they eat a lot of sh- and you know they eat pretty bad. And how do you think that? You ever see some fat vegans? <laughs> I, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's like whoa, you when you see them like whoa, you look like you eat everything. Oh no, I'm a vegan. Like oh. Jimmy Schubert has a great line about that. He goes, what are you doing? Dipping the celery in chocolate? <laughs> uh, but so how does that affect you? Since when you made the change in 2007, did you Man, feel- I, I felt, I, so just a bunch of different problems I used to have. Like I had hypertension, high blood pressure. I had diabetes too, um, bad knees. Um, I had a, uh, I couldn't sleep at night. I had this back problem, this terrible back problem. Once a month, it'll, it'll activate. Even when I breathe in, I hurt. Like so, I had to breathe in really slow. Like, and it's just it was the worst. And so when I when I lost the weight, but it was actually when when I gave up dairy, is when the back problem like completely went away. Really? <laughs> See, uh, I've got this like arthritic hip thing going here. Maybe I should. Dude, look, get up. everything, I have back problems. everything, hey, he's got back problems. Yeah. Everything in your in your body that, that yeah. you're feeling kind of pain or whatever yeah. is all from Food. the foods you. I just put ate in your body. a disgusting like pizza. Well, thing. then it's gonna come out disgusting <laughs> in the yeah. way in your body, whether yeah. through hypertension, high blood pressure, or uh, extra butt cheek. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. Calvin's so got, got third butt cheek going on. He's inspiring on. me here. I'm going to give up. I'm going to eat better. You're going to stop having drinking. sex? No, but... I mean, I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... No, but, but check it out. Wrong, no, but... the thing is, Kaplan, is like, is like, you could complain. Like, that. I used to do the same thing. Oh, man, I slept wrong. And I saw my back. Oh, damn, my knees hurt. It's, it's, it's what you put in your mouth. So your body, your body's taking these foods, and it, it doesn't... It's foreign to your body. So, it, uh, you know, I don't know what to do with this. You know what? Let me just make a make a tumor out of it. Yeah, Let me make right. a hypertension or diabetes. Or oh, you know what? He ain't got no tits. He loves tits. <laughs> Give him some tits. Yeah. yeah. So it's like <laughs> I mean, your body's I'm... trying to process these foods that it's not supposed to eat, and then then we but well, we we blame everything but the foods. We yeah. we blame everything else. Yeah, because you don't want to change. Oh, I'm what getting you old. Oh man, these, these kids. Yeah. Oh, str- no, I mean, my kid the other day was Ruby, my younger one. My daughter was hitting on me, and she's like, "Daddy's got boobies too," or something. I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> I gotta get together." <laughs> See, and what now if- she's gonna grow up and, and make th- her have tits too. <laughs> That's gonna be the first book. My dad got my dad's tits. <laughs> I got I got my dad's tits. A child book. A child book. I got my dad's tits. That's not even for comedy special. <laughs> she already has one. Book. She's gotta be funny. <laughs> I got my dad's tits. Yeah, That's a great name of her first special. Yeah, yeah. she's gonna be a comedian. She's pretty funny, so. <laughs> Uh, inspiring. You're and right. I gotta. I gotta get together. This is it. This podcast. Yes. I'm, I'm gonna start. But That's can it. I say if you want, if you want really true advice, can I give you three three tips before yes. you start? Yes. Number one tip. Number one tip. Mm-hmm. Answer the question. You have to. You have to do it now. What do you really want? Do right. you want to be healthy or not? Because if you don't, then fine. You live right. your life as a as a as a fat ass. It's right. fine. <laughs> <laughs> Kaplan. <laughs> I like this. This is good. No, but you know what I'm saying? Choose. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. If that's right. your choice. Right. Then choose to be fast. Yeah, but then don't complain about, oh, my God. Don't just live, just know that the, the reason why you're going through aches and pains or you're going, you know, you got you to gotta have a, th- a, a third a heart transplant, you know, okay. by, bypass or whatever, it's because of the foods you eat. And just accept that life. But if you choose to eat healthy, then then boom. Number two, don't jump right into it. You, you, uh, the best way is you educate yourself about these foods. What happened is, think of it like this when we go to war or any country go to war with another country, they, they don't just run right in, they no, learn about they learn about their military, they learn about you know how many air, you know, their, their, their ships, their how many guns, whatever they have, and then they strategically plan. Same thing with the, the war on fat, you learn. What, what to eat, what, what your weaknesses are. My weak example, my, one of my weaknesses. Back then was pizza, right. right? So weak to pizza. So what I used to do, 
on my way home, there was a pizza store. I know if I, ah, if I I'm going to see it, I'm going to. I used to take the long way. So I would go around the block. It will take me an extra 10 minutes to get home. But it was worth it because I had to see that damn pizza. It's like I keep the kids away from softy by going out of my way. Exactly. Like I treat huh? myself like I'm treating softy. the kids. I try to walk them away from the ice cream trucks. They don't Just see it. Just tell them. Who said that joke? Just tell them whenever they hear the music, that means they ran out of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard that joke somewhere. I don't know who did that. I don't know who said it's funny as shit. Someone told that to me. Daddy, the ice cream. Oh, yeah, that's the music. Yeah, they ran out of ice cream. That's and the only time they play the music. What's the third? And what's the third? Tip? Yeah. The third tip, then after you educate yourself, then I I would advise you to watch these two, these these three things and then get into it. Number one, there's, there's two documentaries. One is called Food Inc., all right. I think I've seen that one actually. So then the I'm next dead. one is called Forks Over Knives. Mm. Those two and a and a book called Skinny Bitch. Skinny Bitch? <laughs> yeah. I can't be seen in public reading a book called Skinny Bitch. Put, 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 put a put, put a the, thing on the cover. All right. Put a sports illustrator around it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. All right. Will Sylvan. But Ur- until Ur- I do parenting. all that work, I can like eat whatever I want because I have to so, get ready. So, so with the with the, well <laughs> Oh no, 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 no. My bad. That that's part of the second tip. Oh. Wow, the the, edu- the educating yourself. Right, so right. So part part two is educate yourself. So by those 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 three things, the third tip is uh well, well I missed something. No, I'm laughing uh, at the skinny bitch. Oh, the third thing is is um uh you really have to give yourself a chance. So what happened is people get into these this lifestyle. Don't call it diet, by the way. It's yeah, a new lifestyle, lifestyle. new change. You, you want to change your lifestyle. It's All like right. it's like it's like when you leave your apartment, you buy a house and you leave your apartment. Oh, I buy my but you don't go back to that apartment. No. You know, I I I, I miss this place. No, you, you want to change that lifestyle. So you want to change that your diet, change your lifestyle completely. So what happened is people get into this lifestyle, they start eating these foods and ah, it's awful. And they don't give their taste buds time to change. They don't get their bodies to get used to these new flavors, these new these new sauces. So what happened is, um, when I when I was changing, I just gave myself time. And when 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 I got when I got used to it, when I stopped adding sugar, salt to my foods, and then you know you could most foods that have natural salt and sugar, you could actually taste it. But we we become so desensitized to 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 it because we add so much. Oh yeah, salt. and then if you go that way, you become like fruit all of a sudden tastes good, and you know, like to yes. taste much better because that's sweet. Then that's exactly. Sweet. So, but, so to me, all these fruits are so. It's like I'm like this got a lot of sugar. Back then, I'm like, man, I would pour some sugar on. Yeah. Yeah. Grape sugar on your grapes. Exactly. But how do you get your body to get used to being celibate? Because that's just like a that's that's a just like one. turning it off. Well, you married, <laughs> so you don't want to be celibate. You right. want to you oh, want to bang your wife away. Wait, I'm wait can I ask what did that what did that do? To you? Like did it mentally change? Like did you find it's, it is um it, it just creates discipline, man. It it, it forces wow. you to be disciplined. So it added to the part of of like so instead of playing video games, I went and wrote. You know, saying so you 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 do more you do more with your your time is very valuable. The 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 one the number one thing that's the most valuable in your life is your time. Mm. Is your time. So you know when people say, um, well I'm waiting, the, the, there's so much you could do in the meanwhile. The meanwhile, oh, meanwhile, what you gonna do? I'm play some games or I'll go hang out. Right. But that meanwhile, you could do so much in that meanwhile. That time is like you can't get it back. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that's true. So that that, so that distractions too. adds up. You know, all that meanwhile, or why you waiting, or what you know, for something to happen, or well, I can't do this unless I do that. Well, what you gonna do in, the, in between that time? I don't know. I go, I go play some games. Or I go, I go hit on a girl. Yeah, you know, I go. Yeah, I'll go. Yeah, watch TV. <laughs> go have some sex. <laughs> well, when you, when you're watching TV for the subway. When you're watching TV or you, or you playing games, it's it's stuff that you is not adding. You can't use that skill for nothing right. else. So now, if you want to write a book like that, example, I got my dad's tits. Let's say you want to write that book. <laughs> That's your name. I got my dad's tits. Yeah. You, you could actually write that book. I bet you'll be successful. I cause cause you're like, well, I got my dad's right. tits. It'll be funny as shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then two things. Now you 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 doing this thing, and number two, it's 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 giving you financial support. Right. You know, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Chapter well, yeah. one. And you got it, especially if you're a. Uh, Basically, you're a small. If you're a comedian or you're anything artistic, you're a small business, whether you know it or not, right? Yeah. And so, no one's. You don't have a. You're not going in nine to five and a boss telling you like, okay, first do this, then do this, then do this. Yeah. You just get up and you have to do all your own shit. You got to do all. Your, yeah, exactly. So. 
Great. That's it, dude. Look at that. That's so I talked so much. Buddha. I'm sorry. My dad went for the augmentation. I got my dad's tits. It was. I got my dad's. I remember when they used to be so. They were sagging a little as he got older. It's going to start as a kids book, and then it's going to come become a movie, feature film. Now, like they do a movie, very gender neutral. All right, Will. Do you want to stick around for the news? We got a little news action. Yeah, get to it. Let's do it. All right, play the music. News story of the week. This comes to us from the Independent, Kaplan. All right. That's an English rag, I believe, or newspaper. China bans Peppa Pig because it promotes gangster attitudes, in quotations. Do you know Pe- Peppa Pig? I have no idea what Peppa Pig is. Peppa Pig, uh, Cap, describe it. Peppa Pig is an English TV show, a cartoon. For children. Uh, a fi- yeah, it's a show for uh, where it's like. Oh, I thought it was a food, a food thing or something. No, Peppa no, Pig. Yeah, you're always with the, I the, the like vegan. pork. It's, it's a little cartoon pig that, like, my brother's kids watch. All kids watch Peppa Pig. It's like a dad. It's a, actually, I relate to it because the dad's kind of the lovable idiot. He's fat, too. And, it's uh, very much kids. a children's show. It's very much a children's show. It's, it's very wholesome. So China bans no Peppa Pig bad guys because... Or anything. So China bans Peppa Pig because it promotes gangster attitudes. I don't even know in China. The censorship came after Peppa's likeness became popular with a subculture of internet users known as Shuhuiren, or society people, a group who some say hold anti-establishment views and gangster attitudes. What is a gangster attitude in China? How is that defined? It's okay. It's actually here. It says someone who having, runs having two or more kids. <laughs> that is pretty gangster. Yeah. <laughs> someone who runs counter to the mainstream values and are usually uh, poorly educated with no stable job. Oh, so that could okay. be anybody. Yeah. Who basically it said that they once blocked Winnie the Pooh previously. They did because they said that the tubby bear was compared by internet users to the president. Wait, wait what? The what? <laughs> you know Winnie the Pooh? Yeah. So Winnie the Pooh looks like the president of China. Some people said. So everybody was making jokes about that online. And so the government just banned Winnie the Pooh. (laughs) (laughs) As opposed to, they should have got you. They should have got a motivational speaker to come in and help the president lose some weight. Yeah, I mean, get exactly. fat bitch or what's the book called? Fat. Skinny bitch. <laughs> Skinny bitch. Get the president. <laughs> make him wear. That would really blow. Give it. that to the president. I mean, this is uh, these cartoons, both Winnie the Pooh and Peppa Pig. To save you guys the details, of, are just not that. Ex- like they're like the most harmless. It's not even like a bad guy. It's not violent. It's like yeah, these are ones you want people to watch. They have good. I don't know. Well, this is truthfully I mean, the problem with censorship is that you can't censor. You can censor a word, but you can't censor an idea. So if you just change the word a little bit. You know, it can all, it's like a never-ending process of trying to censor stuff if you want to go down China, that route. They could do all that. I will say... They can censor the idea. They, actually, <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, though, they have one... I guess they, can. they are onto one thing. One of the big things in Peppa Pig is that whenever there's puddles, because they're like pigs, I guess, they like to jump in the puddles. The kids like to splash. Yeah. So it fucking drives me nuts. See, my kids, whenever there's a puddle, <laughs> they love to... They, like, go, like, to the puddle and jump in it. Urban sinners <laughs> will stop that shit. <laughs> Urban sinners. So, in Chinese kids, maybe that's the problem. Maybe they're concerned about Chinese kids. There's too much splashing. Every time that's it rains. probably it. They're ruining their clothes. Also, China, if they, if they're closing in on... on they, 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 you said they were opening, now they're closing back in. Yeah. When I, went to, when I went to Hong Kong for the first time this February, Hong Kong... Was probably Hong Kong and Melbourne was probably the only two places I could live outside of New York. Hong Kong's great. So Hong Kong's under- love Hong Kong, dude. Yeah. But then when I heard that, oh well, now since you know the the you British left, since you British, yeah. And, oh yeah, uh, it's been tightening up, tightening. I mean, so, first they came for Peppa Pig. Who knows what they're coming for next? <laughs> yeah. So I heard that you know Hong Kong is gonna be it's gonna be pretty tight. Next story. <laughs> Oh, this is from the Washington Post, Kaplan. Our, our sponsor. Are they our sponsor? Well, they own. Uh, they're owned by Amazon. Oh, so we're actually, you know, we're we're partners. Together. So we're oh, so we're in the bag for them. Yes, pretty much. Okay, so teens Chinese Chi Pao prom dress stirs cultural appropriation debate. <laughs> At Chi Pao, do you know the Chi Pao? Dude, you gotta repeat that. That was a lot of words. <laughs> <laughs> the first sentence. A teenager's uh, Chinese Chi Pao dress. So a chi pao is that, that skinny that uh, Chinese women wear, that dress that has like, maybe it's like red with flowers, really traditional, formal, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. that formal dress. So a white girl. So basically a white girl wore, wore the dress to her high school prom and um, 
everybody's trying to figure out if, if it's cultural appropriation or not. She just posted a picture of herself, and then all these people started ripping on her on Twitter, and it went viral. So wait, wait, are they? So they saying uh, about her wearing that she's making fun of the culture, or yeah, exactly. Yeah, this guy wrote, "My culture is not your prom dress." A man named Jeremy Lamb tweeted. And well, so why don't? Yeah, I'll do. I'll read the story here real quick. So Kaiser Dom went to. She, that's the girl's name. She went to a villi- uh, vintage store in downtown Salt Lake City, where she came across a red cheap house. A cheap house is the name of the dress. The high-collared, form-fitting, traditional Chinese dress. I thought it was beautiful, she said. Um, but she's not Chinese. Uh, she appreciated the high neckline and a difficult trait to find in many prom dresses, she said. The dress really gave me a sense of appreciation and admiration for other cultures and their beauty. But online, uh, Jeremy Lamb, who's a Chinese-American, said, my culture is not your prom dress. you got to stop wearing this dress. Not Jeremy Lamb, the player for the uh, the basketball player. This guy's is. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, hold on. So Jeremy Lamb is playing a, a game that's not his culture. <laughs> oh, no, no, different people. Sorry. Well, no. Oh, yeah. sorry, Jer- oh that's Jeremy Lamb. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I was Jeremy. No, this is just some online whatever. Some online person just tweeted at it, and he's, like, ripping on it because he's Chinese, right? He's Chinese-American. He's Chinese-American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but he's... It, but here's what happened. They went to China and asked Chinese people in China, and they said it was great. They loved it. They thought it was, yeah. like, really cool. Dude, Chinese people are not af- offended. No, they're not. We in America, white people get offended for Chinese people. Like if you act like you say you act Chinese, people like we don't care, motherfuckers. Right, yeah, just... well, they thought it was cool because they were like, oh wow, someone in America wants Wear to our see our cult. Like, but but also she's not you. She's not wearing it in a way of making fun of. Like yeah. like they, the prom for there that was sake. like there was like a group of black a white people that was making fun of blacks by being black faces or, or wearing gangster you know big yeah chains. that would be. That's making fun of. Right. Totally. In this case, it's not making fun. So you have to look at the context. Yeah, there's no context. She's not shooting like, hi, oh, look at me. I'm Chinese, everybody. She's not she not talking Chinese. She would not no, throwing she... rice in people's faces. <laughs> but as far it's, as I can it's tell like now. it's like it's she's not making she's appreciating the culture. She's appreciating the beauty. She seemed like a sweet kid in well, high so school who's getting attacked to, online. That's what they're trying to that's what they're starting to say now. The difference between cultural appropriation and some people saying cultural appreciation. Yeah. That's Ooh. like a new I think that's what we do here. Cultural appreciation. Appre- I think well, from the sounds of what her what she's saying, she just loved the culture. And she loves the you know so, so it's like, I mean, if you want to go back, I mean, dress, it's like just loving, like people wear fashion all the time. That's not And the, and the from, guy who's Chinese American, right? I'm not, I'm not attacking them, but are you, how are you dressed? Are you dressed like Americans? So people could easily say, oh, look at you, you're making fun of Americans dressing like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, true. Yeah. Also, the thing is, unless he, so Han Chinese is the, 90% of Chinese is Han. That's the culture. That's the heritage. But then this comes from the man, that dress comes from the Manchu minority Chinese. Mm -hmm. So unless he's one of those Manchus. You got him on technicality. He actually took it Uh, from another culture. Yeah. It makes sense. And yeah. so it's a ne- you're, as you're saying, the co- fashion and all that's kind of a never ending. And if his Nikes are made in Vietnam and not China, he's also <laughs> taking other people's culture everywhere. There you go. <laughs> so, I think it's what you're saying. It's that if you're appreciating it or if you're making fun of it. Those yeah. Are from the sounds of her, she looked like she just, yeah. I think she's chilled out. All right. Last news story of the week from the New York Post. One of our faves. As we call the paper. The paper of record. Two year, a two-year-old boy is rescued after getting stuck in a claw machine, <laughs> but he still didn't get the prize. You know what a claw machine is? No. One of those... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In a, like in a, a pizza place? Yeah. Like Wait, a, this is not an Asian story? No. Your last, all no, your no, story. no, no. We, this Asian. is back to New York. Back no, this is back to... Ca- okay, so Wait. firefighters say the boy was unhurt when he pulled out... Uh, when he was pulled out of the game machine... In the play area of an Allentown, Pennsylvania oh, laundromat that's my on hometown. Thursday, Kaplan's this makes, from Allentown. That makes perfect sense. How, how did he get in the machine? Is this your children, Kaplan? <laughs> no, that they don't. I, you think we go to a laundromat? Authorities <laughs> say he crawled in through the prize chute. Wait, how little is this kid? This well, up. I seen a, these videos of kids crawling those machines. Yeah, so he's two years old. Yeah, I never even thought of crawling in. I blame. Well, these... I mean, not you now. Well, <laughs> not especially not before, before you do vegan uh, diet. I you mean, do Will's uh, workout plan before I work. Skinny bitch, <laughs> I'm gonna get in there. That's oh wait, that's I forgot four tip. Sk- speaking of four oh, tip, yeah, to your diet. Bonus tip. Oh yeah, I would. Do, I'd say that. Cap, that's your goal weight. Is goal weight getting small get... enough to where you can jump yeah. into the machine. I mean, they. I love that they didn't give him a prize because that's <laughs> like <laughs> those things are. It's a scam, and you got to teach kids. It's a scam the whole way, and if you let the kid get the prize that way. 
That's a little urban center in you. It's well, it is because my kids always want me to play those stupid things, and I always hold out. I do hold. I never play those because you cannot win those things. Nobody you can't wins. win those clogging. Yeah, it's a your, big gypsy your kid, trick. Your kid did the, the Wall Street way and just you know bully her way in there. <laughs> <laughs> the Wall Street way. Yeah, I'm gonna get me. I'm gonna get me a gift. Fuck that shit. <laughs> but, well, not your kid. This kid. This kid that's what I'm oh, saying. This kid. Did. So if you gave the kid the prize, you'd be teaching him a lesson that you can win. I don't think he's doing the Wall Street way. The kid is at the laundromat Allentown. Probably not. <laughs> the wealthiest of families but uh still doesn't deserve a prize i would say he does deserve a prize because if he has the determination oh to crawl yeah. into the machine and try to get up there i can't say fuck that claw i'm gonna get it myself yeah, yeah you gotta you if, hey, if the front door's not open you go around to the back yeah. door you're breaking the so window so that kid has he's a problem solver yeah. exactly i guess you know you're right yeah maybe i'm so you're looking at the wrong way well, I just get angry at claw machines because they're like the Mr. Softy trucks of hey, life. But you, did, but you did nothing to solve the problem. I, that kid did. That did. You're right. Because when you see those machines and kids always want that shit. They always want you to yeah, put money and in. And that kid did something. It makes you look like a loser as but, a kid. You can't win it as a parent. Yeah, but the thing <laughs> is, instead of getting mad, what did he do? He, he looked. He, he yeah. pulled back. Look, how can I get in there? <laughs> right. How can I get that thing? Oh, there's a door right there. There's an right. opening right there. I think play. the kid's a hero. Uh, that's it. Will- wait, 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 wait. Tip number four before oh, we go yeah. away. Tip number oh, four. Oh, tip number four. Great tease. So number four tip is, so um, exercise, right? So think about exercise. Oh. <laughs> when people think of exercise, it's always like, oh, I got to exercise. As soon as they, that part, the word exercise, is just, it's just so hard to, uh, oh, I got But you have to find a physical activity you like to do and just do it a lot. It doesn't matter. So boxing. Whether it's, like whether it's what, swimming. Power walking, walking. I like to walk faster. To yeah. walk a lot. Podcasting. Uh, um, handball. Anything. Whatever. No, no. Physical activity. Uh, Podcasting. <laughs> not physical activity. <laughs> no, you can hold a, also a cheeseburger too. Kaplan works out though. I'll stick up for him here. You do. Uh, what, what's a? I do some CrossFit. CrossFit. I just don't do it enough. I CrossFit. do more. Yeah, just do some do, basketball. Do more. Yeah, just find more time. I, I guarantee you, when you when you when you start um when you start your the the, the meanwhile the meanwhile in the meantime. Uh-huh. When you start <laughs> the me time organizing the meantime, uh-huh. you're gonna find that you have a lot of oh, time. The meanwhile a lot time. more time. I got it. Yeah. That's a neat, good term. In the yeah. meanwhile time. Yeah. Don't waste kids, don't waste the meanwhile time on BS. Yes. Now yeah. I have the perfect song to end this podcast. Oh, th- that's always key to give him a song. I know what we're doing in the meantime. No, yeah. That's it. Will, Will, thanks for doing the podcast. Thanks for where, having where me. Where can everyone find you? Yeah, where can people find you? That's oh, it. uh go to willsilvins.com or go to um at Will Sylvans on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Or, or actually on Facebook is W Sylvans, S-Y-L-V-I-N-C-E. 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 And W for Will. <laughs> and for Instagram and Twitter, Will Sylvans. Will with one L, W-I-L-S-Y-L-V-I-N-C-E. And also check out my film on uh, Help Us Raise the Money. I Am Maurice. Go to GoFundMe.com slash I Am Maurice. Fantastic. And- and you're at the Comedy Cellar all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I do my new joke night, Mondays yeah. and Thursdays. And you new do it joke. In, you oh, cool. do it in English. Because Turner's going to be there. I'm going to be there. Chinese tomorrow. Tonight, tonight in yeah. Chinese. Tonight where? At the at the the lounge, the Fat Pie Pussycat. Are you doing a show there? Yeah, with with, with uh, Ronnie Chang and Des Bishop. We're all doing Chinese oh, language nice. stand-up. What time is that? 8.30. I'm coming through. Come yeah. hang out. So oh, if yeah. you have any good Chinese jokes you want him to do, <laughs> exactly. give them to him now. He needs some material. All right, that's it. Will, thank you. Cap, what should we do? Get lost. Get lost.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.